Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast about children's development from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. I'm Priscilla Weigel, the Executive Director, and I am here today with two of our relationship-based professional development specialists, our CICC coaching team representatives here. I have Jackie Johnson and Dana Ellingson, and we are going to talk today about our coaching work and what it looks like out in childcare settings. Uh, I think we have information on our website and we have flyers and those things that help you as providers understand what's awaiting you when you sign on. But the great part of our podcast today is to really talk through some of what it really looks like in a childcare setting. So hopefully between the two of you, we can have some um, sharing about family childcare settings or center-based, the variety that you've seen. And just to kind of give a little preamble about our work, our really um, greatest focus is to promote quality care for all children through social emotional connection. We want to build those school those skills in children. That's really what we know research tells us is really the key foundation to later school success. And so through the work of our coaches, they really partner with you as a provider. And so Jump in, either one of you, to just talk about those first visits when you go out to a childcare setting. What are some of the things that you're thinking as you're walking up to that door as far as, you know, what am I going to, how am I going to build this relationship? What are some key elements? Yeah, I'll go ahead and start. That's okay, Jackie. Mm -hmm. Um, When I walk up to a door, I myself, um, as a coach, I'm nervous. And I'm Mm -hmm. assuming that the individual on the other side of the door is a little nervous too. And we start that relationship by really just getting to know one another. I also like the children to see my face um, and just be there to play for the first few visits um, and feel the environment. Um, As we feel the environment and we have good conversation, we start to get to decide where the path's going to go. Some individuals call, I believe, and aren't really sure what they need. They just want someone to walk with them. And that's what we do. So we start by playing. That's what my visits start out by. That's great. That's a great, great reminder. And I think that you brought up a really good point. One thing that we want to stress to all of you out there listening um, in the state of Minnesota, we're funded to provide this coaching through the Department of Human Services. And it's our responsibility once you call to determine what type of coaching you need and how we can support you. So thank you for, for reminding me of that too, Dana, to just let folks know, just call. We will help you get that, that process started. So Jackie, what do you want to add to that idea? I think one of the things I try to do before my first visit is to reach out to um, providers either by email or by phone, just check in with them and get kind of the beginning lay of the land, as it were, Mm -hmm. even ask things like, is there, are there things I need to know about parking? Mm -hmm. Is there a door I need to go in? Is there a button to push or do I just come in? All of those pieces that are helpful for me, but also kind of helps them give me information about things at their place. Nice. And then I often tell them that I will spend the first, at least the first session kind of observing Mm -hmm. um, so that I can get a feel for how things look. And I ask them to tell me at any point in time if there's something in particular that they um, really want me to watch out for. Mm -hmm. And Sometimes I make it through the whole session without starting to play with kids, and sometimes I don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It is fun to watch. I know for me when I was coaching, just the curiosity of children when there's this extra adult in the room, and I think that there's a sense that they have that we are there as a 
partner and a support because their kids are so intuitive? Have you noticed that both of you that they are drawn to you because of just how you carry in kind of a maybe a calm sense? Mm -hmm. I think so. And I think it it depends on like very often the most common question that kids will ask is, um, why are you here? Or what are you writing down? Yeah. And so I usually say, I'm just writing down all the fun things that you guys are doing at your preschool or in your daycare. I like to write down everything so I could remember them. Mm -hmm. And then they will say, let me show you this. So they're on (laughs) to the next thing that they want to show me. But that's a way to make it sound like I'm not here just watching you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Great. Great. How about you, Dana? Yeah, I was going to say the most common question I get is, they look at my picture that I have on my lanyard and say, mm-hmm. is this you? <laughs> um, and I say, yes. And whose mother are you? Yeah. Like, they're really curious. They want to know yep. what's going on here. Um, but yeah, I usually have one or two buddies that kind of stick by my side the very first few visits, mm-hmm. um, which helps the other children start to feel calm and uh, mm-hmm. around me as well. Um, yeah. I think that's it. It really, our goal, I know, and I know what you're sharing here really paints the picture of Um, I'm coming into your space, I've been invited by you, and I'm respecting that space, and I'm respecting what you do as a provider day-to-day. We're not carrying in this list of changes we're going to make and these preconceived ideas from what you're sharing showed me just now is just you're there to watch, observe, and learn and to be curious about the situation and about what might be helpful. Yeah, I was just going to add also... um as a provider um, in the field or being a provider in the field uh, previous to this work, I also know what it feels like to have someone come in the space and the children do get a little excited and Mm -hmm. their energy can um, increase. So I just let each provider know that, that it doesn't uh, get past me that I realize that I change the environment and that will start to decrease as the visits become uh, more frequent, um, that that calms down a little bit. But there's that fear too, I Mm -hmm. think, for providers. Mm -hmm. I think on the contrary, what sometimes happens, if a provider has a particular student that they have invited us in and gotten information or um, permission from parents for us to be observing more specifically, and maybe by the end of the morning when I'm there, they'll say, well, this was a really good day. (laughs) And I say, you know what? I feel like the auto mechanic when you bring your car in and and you said it goes ping, ping, ping. And then they drive it and they say, I didn't hear any. And you're like, but it really does it. (laughs) And I think that's how it feels to them sometimes. And I'm like, you know what? It's going to be okay. I'll be here more than one day. And that's the beauty of it as well. Mm -hmm. We are going to have an ongoing relationship. So chances are I will get to see the things that have been challenging. Yeah, that's really a good point. And that is a very common response. Because truly, that does, as you said, Dana, it changes the environment having that other adult in there. And it may stress out the provider a little bit too, you know, and and just, oh, what are you going to say? Or right before you leave, they may say, okay, what do you think? (laughs) And really be um, asking for support and help right away because oftentimes, especially I think in in a situation where there's behaviors involved or a lag in development through some of the inclusion needs that we might provide, um, a provider really wants quick answers because they've been waiting. And sometimes, and this is a plug for all of you listening out there, call us before you get to the end of your rope, hopefully, too, because not that we don't say, we never would ever say no to someone who is totally stressed to the limit, and our goal is to get someone out 
within a week, ideally, or sometimes when we have a waiting list, it takes longer than that. So there are a few weeks of waiting. But we want you to connect with someone for support. So we will provide phone support, anything that we can do to help manage that stress level a little bit, I think. And so, you know, as we kind of look at wrapping up this first portion of our discussion, Jackie, I think that question of, okay, what do you think? Mm -hmm. What's, what do we do in that situation? Because as you both shared, we're just gathering information. We've barely been there. Can we really address something major or can we give them just a little something that might make tomorrow better? Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes... I can simply say to them, I see you have a very busy group. Yes. You know, identifying the fact that there's a reason you called us Mm -hmm. to come in and try to partner with you and see what can make things better. Or I might say, how did you think the morning went compared to typical? Nice. You know, so sometimes, because I do know that sometimes just having another person in there, the kids are be like, hmm. I better straighten up and fly right today because somebody else is here. <laughs> yeah. And it might just lend a different tone to the to the classroom or mm-hmm. to that group. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the two things to say. I, I identify that you have a busy group or and or to say, how did you feel the morning went? Yeah, that's great. Dana, did you have anything you wanted to add to that? That's Yeah. Actually, I was going to pick out what you said, Jackie, which is I see you. And there's more to it, but mm-hmm. I see you. And I think that's really the most important thing at the, the end of a first visit or any visit is to have the feeling of I see you. Um, and again, going back to when I was a provider, having someone to walk alongside me mm-hmm. and just to see what I'm seeing or hear those things, you know, that you were talking yes, about, yes. to have that and someone else to witness and to be present with me is probably more than enough for one day. Mm-hmm. And then to have the excitement of, okay, I have a partner and yeah. this is going to not just be one one time. Yeah. And this person's coming back, coming back a lot. So on that note, we'll wrap up this edition of our podcast. And I would love to have the two of you back to continue this conversation. Thanks for listening. For more resources, visit us at inclusivechildcare.org.